Hi everyone! I'm so excited today because I'm actually showcasing somebody from Singapore. Um, she's actually my very first Nourish Milk client and now she's also a yoga teacher in Singapore. Um, I'm really excited because today we're going to be talking about restorative yoga and especially now when we're all in quarantine times, I feel like we're all very stressed. Um, you know, we have a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of worry. So I want to bring this restorative work that she does to all of us. And hopefully you will enjoy this session and know more about what restorative yoga is. So welcome, Marilyn. Thank you for having me, Mel. It's so <laughs> good to see you again after. Okay, I mean, you just came back recently, but it's always good to see you. <laughs> yeah, so nice. So nice to have a friend. This this is like actually, I think, the first time I've had a friend friend on my podcast. So I'm Aww. very excited. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having me. So I think the very first thing I want to talk about is who do you currently serve and also what restorative yoga is. So what is restorative yoga? In its textbook definition, we would define it as a supported inside looking practice where you are resting in a posture for an extended period of time. So if you look at any pictures of a restorative yoga posture, you commonly see plenty of props supporting the person in a shape, in a posture. On the surface, it looks like sleeping and a lot of people say, oh yeah, why should I pay to come to a class just to sleep when I can do that perfectly well on my bed? The difference between restorative yoga and sleeping is the element of consciousness. So in, when you sleep, you do not know what is happening around you. Some people are dead to the world after they drop off into La La Land. In a restorative yoga class, you are, and you are guided to be conscious and present in the body while physically relaxed. When that happens, you have the power to be aware of how you hold tension within yourself and you have the power to consciously decide to let go of any tension that might surface within you. You have the power to observe your thoughts and get to know your own thought patterns better. And you have the power to choose to let go or change the way your mind works. You will be in a session where you are not only held by the props, you are also in the presence of a teacher whose responsibility is actually to hold space for you while you process everything that is happening within you. So that's the difference between a restorative yoga class and sleeping. And on the surface, it looks like restorative yoga teachers have it so easy. We just tell you, yeah, you just get into this posture, put this block here, put this blanket there and just sleep. The thing is, it's a little bit more intense for me to teach a restorative yoga class compared to maybe a hatha yoga or vinyasa flow because of this element of holding space so that you can let go of your tension. So the reason why you would want to be conscious during a restorative yoga session would be because you would like to be there 
to witness if you're holding any tension within yourself. There is a difference between tension and tightness. Imagine if you walked into a room where maybe two people just fought and you did not witness the argument, but things feel a little bit awkward between those two people. And that is what you're sensing, tension. So in terms of tension, when we talk about tension, you are looking at a more psycho-emotional aspect. You don't walk into a room and say, I sense tightness. Tightness is more physical. You sense the emotions behind the discomfort. In that sense, um, you don't really experience that when you fall asleep because, well, you are completely knocked out. So, um, in that sense, this is the reason why we want to stay conscious during a restorative yoga practice and we treat it more like a meditation. So what I believe in teaching restorative yoga is because it has benefited me, it has helped me greatly on an individual level. One of the things that uh, it helps with is in stress management because we learn how to slow down the breath and we are aware of our thoughts and our triggers in restorative yoga. And when you are facing a stressor out there in the real world, it takes a lot of time to actually train the body to change its reaction to a stressor. So with restorative yoga, it makes it a bit easier because number one, my breath is already much slower and that actually gives me time, gives my body time to circulate more oxygen into the brain. And when you have more oxygen in the brain, you are able to think a little bit better, you're able to think a bit more clearer and you then have that power to choose between your response and your reaction. So therein lies that power and there is that quote, there is that pause between your stimulus and the response and within that pause lies our power and our freedom. So restorative yoga is one of the tools that helped me to find that pause between stimulus and response. The second thing about restorative yoga, it helps me to know myself a little bit better. So some people go through a class unable to rest, maybe because they find the idea of doing nothing the most scary thing on earth. And to these people, I usually encourage them to observe what is coming up in their minds, taking this time to get to know themselves a little bit better. So this is one of the reasons why I say it is the most difficult practice because when you're lying there without anything to do for maybe 7 to 20 minutes, it can feel like a whole year and it is not the easiest thing to observe your thoughts and maybe that is why some of us refuse to slow down. But there is a benefit to slowing down because then you get to know yourself a little bit better and you are able to modulate or modify your responses to the daily world outside. 
To me, I don't think it's a bad thing, but everyone is entitled to their own opinion. So one of the things about restorative yoga is the amount of props that you need for the practice. If you Google a restorative yoga posture, you would probably see a picture of somebody with two blocks, one bolster, and 20 blankets underneath their body. And props are a very essential part, I would say, to making a posture supported. However, one of the reasons why I actually went for my yoga teacher training in restorative yoga is because I overheard my teacher, who is now a very beloved mentor. She was talking about how she can teach restorative yoga with simply two blocks. And that was interesting because of the general um, image of restorative being a prop heavy practice. So I'm only saying this because I would like to make a point that it is not the props that make the practice. And this is what I quote from my teacher. Restorative yoga is based on the concept of relaxation. And it is logical. You cannot relax when you do not feel safe. So it's not just the props. You might walk into the room and maybe you do not like the colours of the studio walls or you do not really like the vibe of the teacher. You do not feel safe in the presence of the teacher or the studio. I can give you 10 bolsters and you will still not feel safe and you will not rest. So it is a very human thing. You will not relax if you do not feel safe. So this brings me to the point. Safety is essential for your relaxation. And right now, I am willing to bet that with the coronavirus going around, most of us are not feeling safe. We will be feeling a lot of anxiety and insecurity over our jobs, over whether we have enough food supplies to feed the family, whether we will be able to get through this, whether anyone um, is going to contract the virus, will you get the virus yourself, will you spread it to somebody else? All these are perfectly legitimate concerns and naturally it will trigger stress. So we are actually living in a world where it's completely and utterly insane and you do not feel safe out there. So it is challenging right now. Yes, I totally, I totally agree. Um, so how can people use the power of restorative yoga in their home to actually feel safe? So now that most of us are staying at home, well, at least we are not exposed to the danger of being outside and having somebody cough on you. We have to try and create a safe space at home with whatever you have. And for that reason, at the end of this podcast, we will be sharing some postures that you can potentially do using everyday um, household items and furniture such that maybe you can carve out a tiny safe space for yourself. 
So look out for it at the end of the podcast, or I think it is in the show notes. So based on everything that we heard about restorative yoga, is there any other pointers that people should take note of when they're trying to do this practice at home? Well, um, restorative yoga is generally safe for everyone to do because it's a highly supported practice. So let's say if you are dealing with any injuries whatsoever, just make sure that the injured uh, areas are supported. And um, well, if you can keep the kids or the (laughs) babies away for 20 minutes, that would be great. It would be nice if you can like let your family members know what you are doing so that maybe they can like you know help you out for just that short while and then you can tell them it's your turn after that (laughs) so um but generally it's safe for all to do and and please remember to set a timer for yourself otherwise your 20 minutes may well drag into an hour (laughs) nothing wrong with that right yeah yeah i mean it's generally safe but if you do feel funny or any weird pain or burning sensations i would encourage you to just ease out of posture and try again modify it see what works or you can try other postures so experiment that's all i'll say (laughs) nice and yes i also want to add in that this is the perfect time to really hone in on that whole notion of taking care of ourselves so that we can tend to others so before taking care of your kids or your husband or whoever your pets uh, it's so important to really nourish ourselves with the right movement and nutrition and sleep and all these things so that we are in a better position to help others yeah, because restorative yoga is perfect for relaxation, mainly because of the amount, the amount of mindfulness that you bring into the practice. You are aware of your breath, you are aware of your tension, you are aware of where you are holding up, you become aware of your emotions and what triggers you. And once you are aware, that is is when you have the power to choose but whether you want to let it go or not. Nice. And on that note, I think it's perfect for us to um, wrap up the audio part of this episode okay. and uh, move on to the demo. Thank you so much for your time. Yay. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs>